time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? morning wrestling fans welcome to the pain clinic for february 24th uh, holidays today just a couple it's uh, open that bottle night okay and uh, national tortilla chip day and world bartender day uh birthdays today we've got a couple birthdays going on we've got uh, shinsuke nakamura is 44 years old today and Corey graves is the big 4-0 so happy birthday to Corey! happy birthday shinsuke uh, Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's, Palmer's, sorry, pa, uh, uh, Palmer's Food Service and Don't Slay Emperor Culver. I got to stop watching the comments while I'm talking. Uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, interested in roller derby? You want to be a skater, officiate? Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rock derby, uh, recruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. Men's team is Flower City Fear, F L O U R, flowercityfear.com. We got a game March 23rd. Come out and join us. It'll be like pretty much. After this show, we've got three games. It's going to be at the Main Street Armory or whatever they're going to call it now. I'm not sure if it has a new name or not. It'll be the first event there since uh, new ownership has taken over. It'll be the first time in 100 years that Roller Derby has been in the Main Street Armory. Uh, so check that out, uh, Mar- uh, March 23rd. Uh, you'll know. I'll let you know as we get closer. Thank you so much for anybody who supports us with that. If not, let's get into the world of pro wrestling. Uh, I am the Cash Man, your humble host. I am with DC Dan Cole. DC, how are you doing today? Just fine, Cash Man. Good morning. It's a wheels and the leg man. Which one do you want to be? Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Okay, never mind. If you ever watch uh, American Dad, never mind. There's just uh, that was one of those shows I never got into. Oh yeah, you didn't get into American Dad. It's no continuously rerun in Adult Swim, so I watch them all the time. But uh, uh, I believe Wheels is the kid, and the leg man is uh, Roger the alien. So uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll you know, but nevertheless, uh, we do want to send out our um, condolences to the family of Anthony Gaines. I found a, a local wrestler here in Rochester, Buffalo area, and uh, passed away unfortunately. And uh, so it's just gonna be you and I today. Uh, and, uh, we are going to talk, well, I mean, I've been up since 5 AM, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but before going, you know, we've got a few things we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about elimination chamber. Obviously that just ended a little bit ago. We're going to talk about no surrender pay-per-view that was last night for uh, TNA. Uh, the, it was, uh, interesting things that happened in that. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the mania fallout from elimination chamber, a new hire by AEW. 
Uh, some injuries, and Okada wrestles last match for New Japan this past week. So where does Okada disappear? Where does Okada appear? But, uh, you know, before we get too far, how's the weather down there, uh, DC? Can't complain. Sun's out, mid-50s, this early. It's it, it, It'll be good. Last weekend at this time, we were getting snowed on like crazy. And then it was like... I heard you guys had a bunch of snow last week. Yeah, and then it was 50 or 60 all week. So it was like uh, it was, it was was like spring. So you got all the snow, and then it melted, and then it was disgusting. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, back to ugly brown, muddy everything. So, uh, But it is February, so there's some sort of weirdness going on with this world that uh, we are getting this kind of crazy weather, uh, you know, I mean, uh, very uncharacteristic for Western New York. I will say that, um, especially since like February is usually the coldest month of the year. One of the coldest months of the year, every year. And, uh, you know, I've used my snowblower once, you know, it's, uh, I'm scared, you know, maybe there's some, you know, maybe, maybe the world's ending, you know, Armageddon cats and dogs living together, stuff like that, you know? I mean, at this point, would anybody really care? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, you know, and, and you see like, some of the stuff going on. It's like, yeah, just end it. We had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't turn my camera on. I'm so fifth. I, so it's just been Dan, DC, sitting there for a while. I apologize. I've been here, folks. Believe it or not, I just didn't turn the camera. I thought I hit it on when I started the show. But, uh, yeah, I'm here, too. Uh, uh, we are going to talk world. Let's talk about uh, – let's go through TNA, uh, No Surrender, last night before we talk about Elimination Chamber, which just ended like an hour and a half ago. But uh, this uh, – this on Friday night, TNA had a uh, pay, pay, pay-per-view event in which you could have watched uh, if you had wanted to. Uh, we had some major debuts going on, uh, or at least one, I know that. Um, but I think, uh, uh, we'll go through the, the, you know, if you were around to watch this, you got to see, uh, the rascals defeat, uh, Mike Bailey and Trent seven by pinfall, uh, which, uh, uh, speedball mountain, they call them. I went, I, I'm scared of where that name came from. Uh, we got <laughs> the system, uh, with that's Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers with Alicia Edwards defeated intergalactic jet setters, Kevin Knight and Kushida and, uh, you know, I feel terrible for Kushida. I mean, he everywhere he goes, he loses. You know, and it's like this guy is a great wrestler. You know, and it's like we're we're seeing the great wrestling, but then the, the results never happen. You know, maybe we need you know, Kushida heel turn in TNA. I don't know, uh, but it, it is a shame. Um, Eric Young defeated Frankie Kazarian, and uh, Eric Young uh, is uh, now has a chance uh, for the TNA World Championship at Sacrifice. That's what the winner of this match went to. Uh, and we then we had ABC. That's uh, Austin uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay defeated the Grizzled Young Vets, who they had a best of three, and ABC won two of the three. So uh, tag team match. At, or, so the winner of that, of course, you know, won the uh, TNA World Tag Team Champions, though ABC was technically the champion, but it was a best of three series. Hello, my dog's smelling me. He was like, what are you, what the, hello, hello. Uh, PCO defeated Khan by disqualification. MK Ultra defeated Decay. Decay showed back up, hadn't seen Decay in a while in TNA. Josh Alexander defeated Simon Gotch by pinfall. It's interesting. They're trying to work Simon Gotch into uh, – see, I watch TNA now because, I mean, I, I I don't know. I've always kind of watched it, but not religiously, but I have been religiously since they went back to TNA. And uh, Simon Gotch is kind of – it's interesting because Simon Gotch's old tag partner is a commentator for TNA. 
And so uh, when they were, what were they called? The guys with the mustaches and rode the, the vaude villains. The vaude villains. There we go. And they rode the bikes with the big wheels and stuff, you know. Uh, Lifting the heavyweights. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, Josh Alexander, uh, you know, uh, Simon Gotch was playing, basing this whole uh, match on uh, Simon Gotch got Josh Alexander a job in TNA because of a tryout match they had together. And they signed Josh Alexander immediately after. Simon Gotch did not get signed though. And Simon Gotch is kind of like, you know, uh, so, but Simon Gotch has been back and just, you know, uh, doing a great job as a heel. That's for sure. we got Moose, uh, defeating Alex Shelley to defend the TNA world championship. Jordan Grace defeated Giselle Shaw by pinfall. And I don't think I saw Steiner out there yelling anything at the ring. So, uh, Mustafa Ali debuts in TNA and walks away with the X division championship. He said in a posting, uh, first title he's ever held in the world of wrestling. I can't believe that. Mustafa Ali, incredible wrestler, never held a title ever until that, you know, 20 years of wrestling. And that, and, but the X Division, you know, the X Division, of course, was the, you know, at what kind of made TNA at one time, you know, I think it really did. And, you know, Chris Saban, of course, being a multiple, multi time, uh, champ as well, losing to uh, Mustafa Ali. But uh, kudos to Mustafa Ali. I did see the tweet this morning, and uh, Mustafa Ali was just very happy and said the locker room is so much better than anything he's ever been in. And, you know, so that was TNA No Surrender last night. I think that was the big surprise from it. I heard that uh, during the night uh, that uh, they ha- all the wrestlers came out to the ringside or came out to the on the stage, and uh, Eric Young cut a promo or, you know, talked about uh, the firing of their leader and wanting him back and stuff. And, you know, we had talked last week about the letter that they, the, the, the talent had sent to the management. I don't know what this is going to change. Maybe it'll turn into an angle. I don't, I'm beginning to believe if they do it on a, on a pay-per-view that this might be an angle now. What do you think about that, DC? I mean, it's like, uh, especially because they allowed <laughs> them to do it. Between that. Yeah. Yeah. Between that and then – uh Josh Alexander not wanting his contract to get extended, and they extended it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said I would prefer. It's interesting times in TNA. Yeah, he said I would prefer if you would let it run out, and they're <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> but Josh Alexander is probably the the great the best wrestler on that whole company. Oh by, yeah, by far. You know, and I know that other people would probably want to take a stab at him. You know, have him come out and do some stuff with him. You know. Uh, pretty sure I know AEW at least would I know for you know uh, but yeah yeah then yeah that was another story that came up this week with Josh Alexander asking them please don't sign the extension and they signed it and then he comes out after that saying hey listen I'm a pro I'm gonna do everything the way I've been doing it I'm just that's what I was just asking personally but it has nothing to do with what you're seeing on TV you know and uh, but then they cut that promo last night and it's like I wonder what kind of uh, uh, you know, that was, a uh, like I said, it was Eric Young who cut it because obviously being one, probably the oldest person in that company um, is interesting. I definitely say that, that there, you know, it, it, it's probably drawing some eyes because of what, you know, it's been going around on the net, the ICW or internet wrestling fans or IWF. That's what it is. Yeah. So kudos IWC. to IWC. IWC. That's what it is. Yeah. Internet wrestling yeah, community. Is that it? Or no, uh, they're out there. Internet wrestling community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and a lot of people don't play up to that, but I, I kind of think that Tony Khan does. So it's like, uh, or takes advantage of it at least most of the time. So, um, but, you know, uh, it's interesting. But like I said, this might be drawing more eyes to TNA with this public thing going on. And there might be some legitimacy behind it. I'm guessing maybe we'll see 
uh, Scott Demore back, you know, uh, eventually, or maybe Scott Demore will come back and then you turn into like, he'll have like a fake razor and fake diesel with him and he'll like do something, you know, cause it, it's, it seems it's like something like this, you know? I mean, based on the reaction from pretty much the roster, almost unanimously wanting Scott back, it would, it would kind of be interesting to see, you know, if this new Anthem management or TNA management just refuses to cave. Yeah. And that would be, either way, it's going to be interesting. If they refuse to cave, it'll be on TNA because people are going to be wondering what's going to happen. Yeah. If it turns into Scott coming back, eyes are going to be on TNA because they're going to want to see what happens. And I think, and I think they're drawing some interest from people who are trying to find it now. So, you know, I think it's not a bad thing. And I think, you know, maybe Scott's like, I'm going to go on vacation for a couple of weeks. Why don't you say you fired me, you know, or, you know, and then you know, I don't, I don't know where it's going right now, but I will say that TNA does not make a lot of money. Okay. That's another thing. They do not make a lot of money. And so, and, and they did claim it was like financial things before for why they got rid of people and stuff. And, you know, they even said that about Scott Demore. So I don't know. And yet they're still here. Yeah, they are still here. You know, it's funny is I saw, and I don't know if this was legit or not news this past week, but I saw that Billy Corgan had uh, had a struck a deal with the CW about his NWA show. Remember how we had talked about how they ruined it with a pay-per-view by having people doing cocaine with, yes. with prostitutes? Well, apparently, I just saw a story that popped up that said that it's you know back on with him and his company, with NWA. So I don't know if that... I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I kind of looked at it and I kind of like, you know, I said, oh, this is just like clickbait and I'm not going to go to it. But uh, it, it all of these companies and streaming services, they want content. And wrestling promotions handle everything themselves. You don't have to worry about hiring writers for the show. You don't have to worry about, you know, the talent contracts. You let the company worry about that. You just sign the rights for the shows. Yeah. It's it's the easiest money those streaming networks would ever make. Oh yeah, or even TV networks too. It's like they exactly yeah, they do everything. You know, you just pay them a billion dollars for a three year contract or whatever. You know, or you know, <clears throat> but you don't have to worry about production costs because they're going to take all. They're going to do all that. You know, right. unfortunately, TNA, you know, I mean, they don't have a lot of production, to be honest with you, and what they're doing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I think it's intriguing how, you know, I mean, I understood the, the, the backlash when originally Scott was fired. And now I'm beginning to believe that, you know, someone with a wrestling mind might be back there thinking, you know, we can like, you know, take advantage of the, uh, the, the hype from this because there was a lot of uh, a lot of news that came out about it. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're in the middle of it. We'll see. They got a taping this weekend too. So we'll see what goes on after, you know, they're, they're, like I said, no surrender was last night. Now let's get to this morning. If you were, wanted to get up at 5 a.m. And, uh, and on the East Coast, I believe it was 2 a.m. Uh, maybe you're going to bed on the West Coast when uh, this pay-per-view started from Perth, Australia, because we've got uh, the Elimination Chamber. And uh, I guess I didn't see this one match added. The Kabuki Warriors were added uh, against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell uh, for the WWE Women's Tag Titles, and that's how they started out. I think it was a pre-show match, very first match of the night uh, after that. But, yeah, that was so the Kabuki Warriors defended their titles. There wasn't that many matches on there. There's five matches in total on the show. So uh, they started off with – All very predictable. Yeah, yeah. They started off with the Women's Elimination Chamber, and it came down to – Becky Lynch winning 
So now Becky Lynch now gets a shot at Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. So of course, if Rhea Ripley defended the title later on the show, but uh, yeah, because they're going to have Rhea Ripley lose in Australia. Well, you know, against the, Nia Jax of yeah, all people. You know the WWE; they like to make you lose in your hometown. But I think it's a bigger deal when it's a pay per view. You know, they they kind of throw that rule out. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, so Becky Lynch, you know, come, the, the man comes out winning, uh, the, uh, the elimination chamber for the women. And now we'll have a championship match. And the good thing about this pay-per-view is it's now it's settling up what's going to happen in WrestleMania. So a couple, at least a couple things. Cause then, uh, the next match after that was the judgment day defending their titles. Uh, the undisputed WWE tag team titles against the new catch Republic, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bates, um, and, exciting match i mean obviously you get finn baylor and damian priest damian priest was like a giant compared to everybody else in this match and uh but uh and i thought and i there was some great 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 uh uh, wrestling going on new catch of course obviously are incredible workers as well as uh finn and damian uh but damian priest and uh uh, of course, Finn Balor, cited by Dirty Dominic uh, Mysterio. And it looks like they're trying to keep Rhea Ripley away from the Judgment Day because I think they might have, you know, I mean, in, in a regular, you know, six months ago, she would have been out there with them too as well. But uh, tag, they did beat uh, the New Catch Republic. But kudos to the, that team as well, man. Very exciting to watch. Um, and then we came down to the men's uh, Elimination Chamber match. I don't think that was any surprise either. You know, it's like everyone no. loves L.A. Knight. Everyone loves Kevin Owens. You know, first one eliminated was Bobby Lashley, you know, and then uh, and then one by one, we then we lost L.A. Knight and Kevin Owens uh, came down to <laughs> Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul and Randy Orton. And uh, of course, Randy Orton pins Logan Paul, gets rid of him and Drew McIntyre beats Randy Orton. And we now have with assistance from Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, with the knucks because the knuck, well, you can use those inside the elimination chamber. That's great. You probably could just wrap a you know a chain around your hand too off the off the cage walls and and you punch someone in the head too. But uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre, you know, is, is I, I kind of like I I like the heel Drew McIntyre. I really do. I mean, I you know he's not playing up the crowd, you know, and it's like so you don't have to wait for him to do the one two three, even though he still does that with the freaking at the end of the match, but. You know, he's just he's very skeptical about everything. And uh, and AJ Styles is the reason L.A. Knight lost because AJ Styles snuck into the elimination chamber and and did that uh, onto a chair, did his finisher with L.A. Knight onto a chair ended that ended his run there. Um, And so obviously we're setting up L.A. Knight and uh, and and AJ Styles for WrestleMania. And uh, it was it was good. I mean, both these elimination chambers went over thirty minutes, uh, but it, it seemed like a short pay per view still, though. To be honest with you, it started at five. It was done by, you know, eight almost a little bit after eight. Uh, and uh, so then we got the the main event, fourteen minute match. Rhea Ripley defeats Nia Jax, and now boy, I know Rhea Ripley's strong, but man, to get to do her finisher on Nia Jax, it just didn't look right. You know, it was. Uh, she did it though, you know. I give her credit; she did it. I didn't realize her family was sitting at ringside until we saw every camera shot uh, at one point showing her family, including when she celebrated at the end. But Rio was over big time, you know. That was a huge crowd too. What I mean that that was a. I mean, I'm not a big fan of going to shows that big because you're so far away when you're in a stadium, you know, and you have to watch the screens and stuff, you know. I don't know. What'd you think, DC? 
No, like I said, um, you know, if you were on the East Coast or anywhere pretty much in the U.S., you, you could have just slept because <laughs> it was the most predictable card they've had. You know, there there were no surprises. I don't think anybody was caught off guard by any of the results. I, I think that the one thing I didn't mention was Grayson Waller effect. Uh, and they had Grayson Waller and uh, Austin Theory hosted Cody Rhodes and uh, uh, and Seth Rollins. Rollins. And Cody Rhodes challenged The Rock to a match. So could that be the other match on, on the other WrestleMania night? Uh, I'm not sure where it's going from them. We always assumed it was going to be a tag match, and Seth Rollins, of course, came out with a big announcement that he's almost cleared to come back. So obviously his injury wasn't – or he's either rehabbed it like a like a madman or his injury hasn't been as bad as, as everyone was assuming, which, you know, WWE likes to play that up. You know that. They – you know, I remember John Cena coming back at that Royal Rumble that one year after he had a torn. Uh, well, that was truly a freakish recovery. True, true, true. And then we, and then I remember just having the air taken out of my sails when that happened at the pit. It's like, oh no, now we know who's going to win. So, yeah, I was so excited to go to that WrestleMania because I'm like, oh, a WrestleMania without John Cena. Yeah. Nope. No. So, uh, yeah, Rennie says 52,000. By the way, we've got some cool people that are in our chat room today. Gary, thank you. We've got John, Brian, of course, our buddy Brian. And I saw our old webmaster, uh, Robert Michael Ash, who was our very first webmaster when we first started the pain clinic when we were in a production studio in, in, in Hot Talk 1280. Uh, he's, uh, he's in there today. Thanks. thanks for. I saw your message too, buddy. Thank you so much. for. We still do this, believe it or not. It's done differently now. We do it kind of like, you know, like the Hollywood square style version of the pain clinic, but uh, you know, we're all in squares on the page, but we still talk uh, like all the wrestling stuff, but yeah, the, the, the overall quick pay-per-view is okay, but there's no surprises. You could have stayed asleep. So, so I think that, uh, um, yeah, I'm not, uh, uh, I, I didn't change anything except for the fact that maybe now Cody, we know, Co we know who's wrestling at WrestleMania for two matches and probably Cody and the rock of, are going to do something at some point. And I don't know if it'll be before. I, I mean, I would, and you know, like we were theorizing it was going to be Seth Rollins, Cody versus rock and Roman reigns on Saturday night main event at WrestleMania. It still could turn into that. There's time. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, I don't, and I don't know if Seth Rollins is, is completely, uh, I mean, maybe, you know, he did say that he's very close to coming back. So, um, which fans loved, uh, but that was, uh, that was, it was okay. I mean, you know, it was, it was, you know, but it wasn't necessary. We, you know, we definitely could have predicted everything before that, you know, and, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't, I mean, remember. really the only thing that we didn't know, or the only thing really to come out of that, that we didn't know is kind of directions for the other people that wouldn't be main eventing. Yeah. So now we kind of have an idea probably where Randy Orton's going. Now we yeah. definitely have an idea of where LA Knight's going. Yeah, yeah, LA Knight. You know, it's those undercard guys that now we're starting to see the rest of the card take shape. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing is like the day that AJ came back, he had a beef with LA Knight, and you could see it was just going to continue till we get to WrestleMania with that whole thing. And now, now even worse is uh, that his, the Good Brothers are now down in NXT. You know, I mean, he kind of like threw him off, and uh, and so they showed up at NXT this past week, and which is a shame because it's like uh, they just never really found any way to use them after AJ came back, and you know, they, but they did when AJ was around before AJ got hurt. 
you know, they were, I thought that they, you know, they had a lot of things going on with them, but, uh, I hate to say that the NXT may, may be now the last stop before being released uh, with some wrestlers, and I don't want to see those guys released. It's just that they've been invisible. They've been just they, you know, and it's stupid when someone gets hurt. It's stupid when someone gets hurt and then you can't use the other guy the whole time. But there's like there's tag teams that are like that. We've seen it all the time, you know, uh, you know, un, you know, like. I don't know. There's just ton, you know, and and they and it's the only time I remember they didn't do that is when they let Big Cass uh, wrestle single after uh, when uh, uh, what's his face got hit in the head with a rope. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, but, it's it's funny you mentioned that you know people just kind of getting pushed to the side when they're injured or you know things that happen due to injuries. One of my favorite things I saw this week, someone saying is 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 anybody wondering why. Uh, Ivar's been hanging out with his partner's wife this whole time. <laughs> yeah, true. It's kind of weird, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. And and Valhalla was in the uh, Women's Royal Rumble, so Valhalla still kind of wrestles, even though that's Valhalla took time off because Valhalla had a baby, I believe. So it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird about that, you know. Now it's it's funny. Is I saw something too this week that kind of made me chuckle a little bit and it's like you know um it's like you can't if you work for wwe they better not see you in any pictures on uh, any of the competition's websites but if you work for AEW and your wife works for wwe and it's a hall of fame and you're you know or if it's a big event or you know or if your husband works there and you're a wife of somebody they're always posting pictures of these people who don't who uh, on WWE's webpage of AEW guys who are like married or whatever or in a like Rhea Ripley, and uh, and her guy there. Uh, so it's like it's just interesting that uh, they say that you know AEW doesn't care that much about what's that kind of stuff, but in reality, it's what WWE you know they isolate themselves, try not to let any of their people show up anywhere else if possible. Well, then if you listen to some of the news this week, too, um, apparently Sting reached out to Kevin Nash saying he wanted him at his final match yeah. and he couldn't get the approval. And it's weird because does Kevin Nash work for WWE? I mean, when's last he's got to be on some kind of legends deal or he just doesn't want to jeopardize what relationship he does have with him. You know, it's funny as I probably not a probably not a good, you know, look with his best friend, you know, now in charge. I was going to say, it's interesting that uh, that he he posted that. And I'm guessing the person who told him no or he said this, he didn't even say the person said no. He said he paused three seconds or four seconds. And that was to him a no. And it's like I, whoever that person was is out there is probably reading this going, oh, Kevin can do it. You know, I mean, if our, if Rob Van Dam is can do, you know, I mean, maybe Rob Van Dam has like lost his WWE legends contract. I'm not really sure of the deal with that, but there's been some people, Ric Flair's woo is still at the beginning of every WWE TV show. And he's, we saw him this past week. I think he holds off on wooing now though. Uh, because it's like, I think WWE probably said, well, you can't woo on AEW if you're going to woo to start our shows, you know, I don't, we own your woo. Yeah. I don't know. There's 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 a lot of weirdness goes that goes on between people. I mean, especially because Ric Flair is more than welcome to come back anytime WWE does something, and he, a lot of times he will. He maybe maybe he's like, you know, I I know, the probably that in the background everything. 
Rick was probably negotiating to come back to WWE before he came to AEW and said, hey, if you don't give me money, I guess I'm going to go to AEW. And it's like, you're not giving me a choice. Made it look like that for him, I'm guessing. And so then maybe it doesn't allow him to get it. I'm sure if Vince McMahon was still in charge, that woo would be erased from the beginning of his show because uh, I think he was just – yeah, thank God he isn't. But it's like it's just weird that some of those things cross over like that, and like, and a lot of people say the AEW just lets people do whatever they want all the time. So I don't know, I don't know. But well, it's yeah. funny too because there's been other conversation. You know, people saying you know if Cody does finish his story at WrestleMania, shouldn't his brother be there? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. And like, I'd be okay with that. I think that'd be a great moment. Yeah. It's like, oh, he works for AEW. I don't know. What's it? Yeah, I, you know, can't I, we just enjoy wrestling and, and storylines and not act like it's like the Crips and the Bloods? Yeah, like it, it always is like that, and it's like you know, like they own the property. You know, like if you know, you are a property and you're owned by them. And if you do anything, let Kevin Nash go to Sting's last match. Let Dustin, go see Cody win the title. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, they did negotiate stuff before. Remember when uh, uh, TNA negotiated to get Christian Cage to come back when Christian was working with WWE still? To uh, and then uh, uh, I remember that thing. I mean, and WWE has always been like you know. I mean, and recently they've had like a detente and uh, you know because they had Jordan Grace in the Royal Rumble and you know he's definitely. That's someone from another company that you're acknowledging. I know that they don't care anymore if people talk about AEW in interviews, or at least if they're questioned. Like someone, I think someone asked Randy Orton about Cody Rhodes creating AEW and coming back to WWE, and he he, he addressed it. He addressed it. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. The, I mean, it's all one giant community too. It's just that they're both run by you know. Obviously, AEW is run by a crazy twittering, twittering maniac, and which which has a lot of money too. And I mean, I like him a lot. Get me wrong, don't get me wrong, but I think you know, still he does some stuff that I question all the time. And in uh, Triple H, you know, I've heard things about Triple H now that, gosh, he could be replaced as head of creative. Uh, there was some there was some stuff going around, you know, because of his knowledge of. Vince McMahon and what was going on with McMahon. They want to do a clean sweep of anybody who had any knowledge of that stuff. Uh, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see what, what happens. But uh, I think that it's, it's just interesting, you know, uh, all the things going on right now as we're getting towards our biggest shows of the year. In fact, was it a week from today? You're going to be in uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Week from tomorrow, Week Greensboro from tomorrow. Coliseum. That's at Greensboro. You're going to be uh, sold out. Sold out. And they've added more tickets. Did they really? Yeah, they opened up some additional seating, so now I think they're over 16,000. They uh, they definitely... Um, That's going to be a hot crowd. Yeah. it's you know, And the card is shaping up to be one of the better cards that AEW has put on in quite some time. Yeah, we're going to talk about some people that maybe be taken off the card due to injury and stuff like that in a little bit, but uh yeah, that's that's but that, yeah, I, mean, I think they're doing a great job getting it going and I think, you know, I, we're going to get a lot of sting this week, I'm pretty sure. And th there's also a big mystery about the Nature Boy cuz he went into an office and talked with somebody, we're not really sure uh what Rick Flair is negotiating about. But, uh, you know, his weed company's doing good. So I'm guessing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, 
let's see. What else? Okay, let's talk a little bit about AEW had a big hire this week. Um, former uh, WWE uh, writer uh, has been hired on to work as like co-head of creative, I'm guessing, uh, with uh, with not with uh, Mr. Khan there. And let me see if I can find the press release. Jennifer Pepperman has been named vice president of content development. Uh, AEW CEO and head of creative Tony Khan announced the award-winning director and producer Jennifer Pepperman has joined AEW today as vice president. That was of today, whenever it was, a couple days ago, to the 21st, so it's three days ago. Uh, as vice president of content development, a professional wrestling producer and senior writer since 2017, which means she worked for WWE since 2017, uh, was a prolific director and executive producer of renowned soap operas, including As the World Turns, One Life to Live, and I don't know what After Forever is. Peppermint. Yeah, never heard of that one. Yeah, me neither. Peppermint had won three daytime Emmys for best directing across her career, brings decade of experience in production and directing to AEW. And that is probably not a bad thing to have maybe another voice in the creative side. Uh, I mean, not that the creative is like hurting or anything, but uh, uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes, uh, you know, that's why we have like, uh, you know, uh, whenever someone gets hurt, they don't lose their title. It's just, you know, it's just, actually, we haven't seen that in a while. I shouldn't say that anymore. I'm going to knock on wood that it doesn't happen again, but we don't get, uh, you know, the UFC version of title holders when, well, my dog just heard your dog. It's pretty wild from my headphones. So, uh, pretty wild. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I think it's a good thing for AEW to have another, I'm not absolutely sure about hiring him right out of WWE, but, uh, you know, but, you know, I mean, you're hiring everybody else from WWE. I think the new guy is in charge uh, of – hold on, it's okay, Ter. Uh, the new guy uh, in charge of uh, directing shows and stuff like that is a former WWE guy as well. But, I mean, you know, they've done it for many years. They know how it works, you know. Uh, what do you think about the, them adding to the executives of, of this company? I mean – Besides the uh, the uh, vice executive vice presidents that we know about, <laughs> oh, I think it's smart. Uh, like you said, you know, the more people that can uh, kind of get in uh, Tony Khan's ear, it, you know, I think I think is the better. I think that's the one thing TNA could TNA AEW could benefit from the most. Kind of reining in and kind of focusing Tony's chaotic energy at times. Do you think that hindsight, you know, I mean, we know hindsight's twenty twenty, but hindsight, do you think they should have done something different when, uh, when, um, uh, MJF was champ and, uh, his best friend got injured and then they just dragged it on for like six months after that, uh, Adam, you know, Adam Cole there, uh, in, you know, I, I, I just wonder if they, they, they took the right path. Because they, they still did what they wanted to do. But, you know, I, I think in the long run. I think the only thing that hurt them is that they dragged it out for too long. I still think they made the right decision to continue and follow through with it. But it, it started to get very stale. 
I think when, when, especially when you know the guy couldn't just get up out of his wheelchair and start kicking people's butts and stuff, you know? Right. It's like, you know, we've seen a rash of injuries recently. And, uh, and that, that one was a vicious one because he had just come back from an, uh, the, the concussion issues he had. And then, and they had something good going with MJF and everything. And speaking of MJF, no, no, you know, he is not anywhere. It, he got mentioned by uh, Wardlow this week. Uh, if you did, you catch Wardlow's pro- promo where he's talking about CM Punk for most of it. Wardlow uh, with some damn good mic work this week. Yeah, you know the thing is, is and, and you know, is he wrong? No, he's like two years ago. He, he was red hot, and they just dropped the ball with him. He and he's right. He beat freaking MJF. Remember he uh, in that, you know, and then and then they dropped the ball right after that. That was the last time we saw MJF until he came back as the devil. True, true. So yeah, that's right. Well, I, he took a vacation or who knows what, but it's just you know I I'm watching Wardlow and it's like I I loved. I mean I I can agree hundred percent with him, but will he get it back? I don't know. I mean if he comes out and cuts these honest promos, but he's done, he doesn't have enough experience in this business. I think, you know, to be able to do one of those every week, you know, and find a different angle on it or something, you know, or talk about someone else. Um, but, uh, it's, I think that, uh, uh, I thought that was like a high point of this past week's, uh, dynamite. Cause I think that, you know, I was like waiting for the crowd to like catch him, but they, they didn't, I don't think he, they got that loud during his, but he was, but he also seemed to be busted apart from the group with Adam Cole too. Now. I mean, is he like on his own now? Is like, did they decide to break that, that little group up? Uh, I mean, they still have, you know, I mean the basics of it, which were the, uh, uh, the kingdom and the, and Roddy and Adam Cole. But I mean, now it seems like maybe he's gone on his own now, which is probably not a bad thing. Uh, you know, maybe let him try to, you know, get that. It really, what got him over, made him red hot, was the way that he, he was doing the diesel to MJF's Shawn Michaels. And MJF's Shawn Michaels treated him bad and got the crowd on his side big time. And, you know. Yeah, we've never seen that before. No, I could, I could you know, yeah, I only quoted it. You know, so it's a, but so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I thought it was a good episode this week. They are building up for uh the greensboro show which uh you will be at i'm looking i'm excited for you to go to it i wish uh, i wish i could i can't uh but uh let's talk about some other things like let's see injuries let's talk about uh, we had a little bit of a rash of injuries now adam page hangman and page supposedly has an ankle injury that happened at the end of last week's not last, not this past week, but the week before's dynamite, and I guess that's just an injury angle because he's got something going on in his life, and that he's gonna he won't be there for AEW Revolution. But I I, I don't think it's legit. I, I'm pretty sure it's not legit that Adam yeah they've pretty much come out and said that that injury was done in the event that he is unable to go at Revolution due to an unrelated thing. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I. Not sure, it's it's. But they also wrote uh uh another Adam off, uh Edge there. You know, this past week they had a promo by Christian, where uh he came out and got into uh, Daniel Garcia's business, and he said, well, you know, Adam can't wrestle because he's hurt, and it's like 
I didn't hear anything about this, you know. I I, I was scowling. Come on, Cash. He got concertoed the week before. Yeah, I know, but he's selling the. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought I thought there was more legitimacy to it because I thought he was wrestling at AEW Revolution. Uh, he may not be wrestling, but I don't think unless there's something legitimate going on, which I don't think there is. I, I absolutely see this as a crowd pop moment when he appears and helps Garcia win. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, because because I, I don't know how on a card in North Carolina that's going to be this big, they haven't officially put FTR on the card yet. They don't have Adam Copeland on the card. Yeah, you know, and you're you know, it just doesn't make sense. But I I can absolutely see that setting up. Because then you get the title off Christian, but you still keep the story going between those two. Yeah, and they want to build up to all in, obviously. I think that's where we're going with it. So it's like, yeah, I just thought it was like interesting that uh, that Christian announced he was hurt when he was cutting the promo on Wednesday. It's like, okay. Uh, so uh, that, you know, so the, it's interesting that, so there's two guys who were supposedly hurt who aren't hurt. Uh, you know, I mean, pay Adam page is taking some time and Adam Copeland will probably show up next uh, a week from tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. That actually makes me more excited because I think Daniel Garcia has been getting some great run on, uh, he's been getting some great run the last month or two on AEW dynamite. And, uh, you realize what a good wrestler he is. He doesn't have to dance to make you like him. You know, I think that, you know, he's just, you know, coming out. I think, I think he's definitely, uh, uh, someone on their way up. That's for sure. So, um, speaking of another injury, I don't know if you were watching really closely during the Deanna Peraza Madison rain match where Madison rain came down right on top of her head, uh, in a flip, in a flip throw, but went right down, came down on her head. And it was like, it didn't, uh, she didn't, she says, she said, she's fine. Uh, she on social media, she said, yeah, I'm fine. You know, but, uh, it looked like, uh, um, I, I, whenever I see someone land bumped on top of their head, I think they're dead, you know, most of the time. And it was like, well, it, it seems was, like there had to be like a miscommunication because it looked like Deanna was going for a DDT type move. And then it's almost like Madison thought she was going for like a suplex type move. Yeah, so she, she like jumped up, over rotated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and it ended pretty quick after that, because after we saw that, then the match was over pretty quick. So hopefully uh, Madison Rain is not hurting too bad. Uh, but, uh, you, know, you know, we don't get to see Madison Rain that much. I know she, Madison Rain's in charge of our, one of the trainers and one of the the uh, producers for the women's division in uh, AEW. And uh, I wonder if her husband still works for TNA, Josh. Uh, you know, uh what was Josh Lombard? Uh, that was his real name, but I mean, uh, I can't remember what Matthews, Josh Matthews. He was like the announcer for TNA. I, 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 I think as he's still with him, but I'm not sure. I haven't seen hide nor hair of him. but, uh, um, so that was the injury things I was talking about. And then, uh, 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 that I can't know if, can't remember if there's any more that kind of stuck out to me that people, Oh, El Hero del Vikingo or Vikingo, uh, was wrestling a uh, A-U-L-L show uh, the weekend before and tore a meniscus. Uh, and we saw a lot of Vikingo uh, on AEW as well as Ring of Honor over the last couple of months too. So unfortunately, wrestling another organization got hurt. Kind of Sometimes that happens, you know. Uh, but hopefully uh, it's, it's a... It's a uh, Torn meniscus. I don't know if meniscus is the one you can still work at with. I think with a, a brace on your knee. I don't. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Maybe uh, 
a lot of time. I think Steve Austin has no meniscuses in either of his knees, and he just wears braces all the time. But we wish him the best uh, coming out of that. Uh, and also Shotzi on uh, NXT. Uh, they showed it uh, on this past week, though it was taped. Shotzi tore her ACL, and she'll be out like nine months. And she just came back from something, too. You know, and it was and it was such a nothing yeah. move. She jumped down from the apron. Yeah, she jumped down from the apron, and you could see her one leg turned a little bit when she landed, and so it kind of moved as she was landing, and you could see she lost stability, and boom, that's all it took. And then they had to like fill with another match to end the show after that, which I thought was really bizarre. It's like, okay, we're gonna have a five minute match with a girl who just wrestled ten minutes ago. Okay, and that's <laughs> that's exactly what they did. So. But Shotzi, yeah, Shotzi just came back from, I think, concussion issues. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I know it was – Shotzi was out for a bit. But, man, that tank is never going to get any miles on it now, you know. It's like – it's a bummer. But uh, Put it up for sale. Yeah, you know, I like to ride that thing around. That looks like a lot of fun. It <laughs> it, when it used to shoot things out, I liked it better, though. But, uh, but uh, Shotzi did come on uh, Instagram and said – uh, I'll be out of action for about nine months. So it's like, wow, there's some people that just don't have any of the luck. And and, and the last injury I'm going to talk about, Jim Ross uh, broke his hip. Uh, he is recovering from that right now. I don't, it, I didn't say exactly when, but he's been using a cane. Uh, but uh, he, it must have happened a couple, like, you know, when he disappeared off of TV for Dynamite. But Jim Ross did mention uh, on, on social media that he broke his hip and that he is going through rehab right now in Jacksonville. Posted a picture, a nice beach picture last week. And, you know, it's like, so we sent our best out to Jim Ross as well. Jim is, uh, you know, he very, very kind to this show. He's been on multiple times. And we always appreciate it. And Jim, uh, you know, uh, also, you know, is, you know, a, a Hall of Famer in every aspect of the word, you know, and he's been, he, he's been, he's like part, you know, he is the wrestling industry for a lot of people, especially a lot of people that he influenced that want to be commentators and announcers and be involved in it. So, and it's something we like a lot. Um, if he's in Jacksonville too, he can now enjoy some Salvatore's. Oh, that's right. Salvatore's now open in Jacksonville. They, they're, they're hiring people still. So I don't know how, what, what their operation hours are, but if you go to salvatores.com, you can find out the new Jackson. I wonder if I could order it. For here from Rochester, you know, maybe we'll send it to Jim or something, you know, have him drop one off. And I forgot that. I forgot that, uh, you know, all those wrestlers down there are now going to be able to see where what sponsored the pain clinic for 20 some odd years on the radio is Salvatore's, you know, uh, I mean, it was, it was synonymous with, uh, you know, the show at one time. So I think that uh, uh, is, I think, yeah, Rennie's like us old folks, Falling is a thing, so somehow Jim Ross must have fallen. <laughs> says uh, Jeff says FTC or FTR versus BCC is official for uh, for uh, Revolution. So I don't know. I guess we'll. Uh, I guess we will find that. I out. mean, based on the way the their match ended, that it was it seemed a no brainer that they would add it to the card. I didn't know if it had been made official yet. I don't, yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked at the official, you know, I do, I, I, I printed one up and it's like, ah, you know what? They always change it the last week before, uh, they always change it the last week. So if I go and announce it two weeks before the show, something will have changed, you know, or added or, or all over the place. But, uh, uh, one last thing I did want to mention, we did, I did say Okada wrestled the last match for new Japan last week. And Okada, um, 
is now free agent. Okada is coming to America. We, I'm pretty sure we know that. We just don't know where. Uh, I mean, I would say I'd love to see him in AEW, but they've got so many people, you know, Osprey starting soon. Osprey's going to be on this Wednesday uh, on Dynamite, and Osprey will be wrestling at Revolution. So it's like you got a lot of these guys that really, you know, you could sign Okada. Could you get them, you know, in, in integrated into the company that quick? I don't know. I, I would love a surprise Okada appearance at Revolution. <laughs> well, I mean, he's available. His contract is done as of you know the uh, as of January or uh, February 29th. It's coming up this week, so uh, who knows? You Speaking know? of the Revolution card, too, one thing that we didn't talk about after Wardlow's promo, yeah, was the commentary team announcing his involvement in revolution. Oh, what, I'm trying Did to you see that? Yeah. 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 He was going to be involved in meat madness. Yeah. I don't know what they were talking about. It's like, was that just going to be a match with big meaty men? So we're going to have like Wardlow, Keith Lee. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see who else could we have in there? Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, uh, we could have a Miro, Jake the Snake's dude. Uh, oh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer, yeah. He, I think he still works for the company, you know. Oh, Rennie's like, we should invite Dan Housen to come on the pain clinic. He's going to be in Rochester uh, March 24th for GCW at the uh, Water Street Music Hall. Uh, get your tickets. Uh, you know, hopefully, I'd love to have him. I, you know, he's because he's very evil. And not that I'm drawn. He's to also either. very nice. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's like very nice, but very evil. So, uh, so, so I'm going to go through some news before we get out of here. Um, besides the injuries, WWE SummerSlam is going to likely be held at a venue in Cleveland. Uh, been a lot of rumors going around Cleveland this week. The Cleveland Scene website reports that WWE was awarded uh, 1.6 million in tax credits from the Ohio Development Department of Development for an unspecified television event. The story is that it seems like that's plausible that the credit is for SummerSlam. So, man, if they have SummerSlam in Cleveland, it's not that far away. I was where, where would they have it? Would they have it at? It'd have to be at the football the baseball stadium. stadium, the maybe, football stadium, maybe the baseball stadium. But, you know, I mean, hmm, that's a good question. I would think the baseball stadium because it's newer, but I don't, you know, I don't know. Definitely not going to have it at Gund Arena or whatever the arena is there. You know? <laughs> the uh, I don't. I was going to say I I have a hard time believing they're going to scale down after the you know the massive thing they've made it over the years. Well, and and they've been like on this high horse for look how many people we got at every show that they're doing, even TV shows are like, look at that, we have this many, you know the highest crowd ever here in Salt Lake City, and then you know the next week it's like yeah. Got fifty two thousand here in uh, in Perth, Australia. There's, they, they, I think they do that to freaking get AEW because I mean AEW is having that's the problem. They're having difficulties putting people in seats, and WWE is just bragging about it on every. Oh, WWE's show. always had a hard on for numbers like that. I know, I know, especially especially when they're not legit, like the WrestleMania three, which uh, I you know the more you you hear about, it, the less legit those numbers are, you know. Or, or when they went to uh, Jerry's World and they counted in attendance, like, the people that were working. Yeah, the workers. How many people? Yeah, seriously, you're right. And they, that's the only way they got over 100,000, I believe. So it was like, uh, 
Yeah, Jerry's World. Um, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, so they probably then if they want numbers, they're going to put it in the outdoor football stadium. Then I guess we'll see. We'll see what what happens. Uh, it'd be terrible. I don't know. I might go. I mean, it's that in five. You know, it's you know four and a half hour drive from here. I went to Cleveland t- three times, twice last year for roller derby stuff. You know, I would definitely go there for uh, a WWE show. So definitely uh, keep that in mind, folks, when they start teasing where it's going to be because uh, Ohio just passed something recently to do the uh, tax credits, much like, you know, you know, in Georgia, every time WWE's in Georgia, they have the Made in Georgia at the very end of all their programs. The same thing is with Ohio, you know. It's like they get these huge tax credits come there. You know, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. So something we talked about a little bit ago, I just wanted to mention again, um, TNA issued a press release on Tuesday announced that the company extended the contract of Josh Alexander. TNA Wrestling uh, extended the contract. Uh, let's see. It was reported by Sports Illustrated. See, when you start being reported by these other places, WWE is really good at doing that. It's like, we'll give you some news. You put it on there. We'll credit it to you. I think, you know, that's why I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's some big work in going on over in TNA because Sports Illustrated did uh, uh, report it first. And uh, the term, the contract, terms of the contract were not disclosed, but we know that Josh Alexander did ask them please not to because he was upset about the firing of their, their leader, you know. And uh, uh, But I, we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, sometimes whenever I see someone else credits it to someplace else, it's, you know, that's the WWE way of doing things by like making it all oh, people magazine just said John Cena is number one sexiest male as he beats up Roman Reigns. I don't know something, you know, they do stuff like that all the time. You know, it's like, yeah, right. I'm sure Sports Illustrated is scouring the garbage cans of backstage WWE trying to find some news that you'll just say it's OK anyways. Uh, some other news. Uh, Will Ospreay is coming to AEW. We did, I did mention that he's going to be, uh, at, uh, Wednesday night's dynamite, uh, and all, as well as obviously all in from Wembley when that happens. And, uh, but obviously he's taking on Takashita for on March 3rd for AEW revolution pay-per-view, which sounds like an exciting match into itself too. Uh, I think, uh, uh, I think a lot, you know, who knows, you know, I mean, Osprey will work his way in. Osprey is awesome and, uh, give him a chance. I never used to, because I saw him goof up once, but it was years ago. And I, you know, it's like, and not that I didn't give him a chance. It's just, I, I kind of remember this guy's the best wrestler in the world, but I remember him doing a goof, you know, and it's like, it wasn't his fault. Maybe it was his partner, the guy who's wrestling. But uh, come on now, Cash. If you if you judged a wrestler by their goof and not liking them, then we couldn't like anybody. No, that's true. That's true. And it's like, but I always, but it was being pushed down our throats. He's the best wrestler in the world. And then I saw him make a mistake in a match, you know. So and you know, I don't know. I I held that against him for many years, but I can't anymore. He's just too good. It's too hard. You know, you watch him now, and he just does some amazing, amazing stuff. So, kudos to him. Uh, a little bit of a flashback to some other wrestlers. New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling recent event, New Beginnings, which was this past week in Japan. We saw former WWE star Matt Riddle and Nick Nemeth, both of them in action, and Matt Riddle and Nick Nemeth both be- both became champions. Matt Riddle uh, became the new New Japan Pro Wrestling World TV champion after defeating Tanahashi with his finishing move, the Bro Derek. <laughs> okay, the victory ended Tanahashi's 50-day reign as champ. 
as he had previously won the title at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 18. He, he successfully defended it once. Nick Nemeth won the IWGP Global Heavyweight title in another match by defeating David Finley in the main event. Finish came after Nemeth uh, executed a super kick, followed by Danger Zone, Zigzag, changed the name of it. You know, WWE probably hasn't copyrighted. So, um, so I thought, yeah, so look at that. Matt Riddle's still doing it, and Nick Nemeth is. And, I mean, I think, you know, I think for Matt Riddle, it's just he's just biding his time before coming back. I, you know. So some of the big notable WWE releases, Dolph Ziggler, Matt Riddle, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Look what they did. <laughs> yeah, they all, they're all title holders now, you know, one way. I think this got – Matt Riddle – I think Matt Riddle had the U.S. title once uh, in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's not his first – I know he had tags as well, as well. So some other news. Uh, we're, Premier Talent Relations is a local company here in Rochester. They're doing a uh, celebrity all-star softball game. Uh, for the Golisano Children's Hospital, it'll be May 4th, May 11th at Innovative Field. That's where the Rochester Red Wings play. It's our downtown baseball stadium. And they've got three wrestlers on uh, that are going to be making appearances uh, on the softball teams. we got uh, Bull James, Sonny Kiss, and Jordan Grace are all going to be playing uh, in this softball game. So, you know, I'm sure you can get autographs and whatever now, but Jordan Grace is really a hot commodity right now after, you know, being in the Royal Rumble and then defend, defending the title last night for TNA and no surrender. But uh, it's that's super cool. And that Premier Talent Relations is our buddy Joe. So it's like we the one who got us, uh, who's who's been a friend of the show for a long time, and it works both ways. Uh, we have been friends with him as well. So who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll find a way to get Jordan Grace to come on and promote it. That would be awesome. But that's May 11th. You can go to premiertalentrelations.com, and you can buy tickets there. They've got uh, tickets. They have, I think they have meet-and-greet packages and all sorts of things. So check it out. Uh, I was surprised by that announcement this week. I it was like, what? My boss had actually had mentioned it to me. My boss doesn't care anything about wrestling. So it's like, did you see this? It's like, no, I did not. So um, some other news. Uh, WWE is looking to co- co- collaborate with a major celebrity for WrestleMania 40. WWE is hoping to do something with actor Sylvester Stallone. Uh, who gained ma- a mainstream appeal for playing the character of Rocky Balboa in the Rocky film series. Who's that? I don't know. The char- Yo, Adrian. The character's legacy is tied to the city of Philadelphia is where WrestleMania 40 is taking place. You know, they're going to jog up the steps at the art museum or whatever it might be. Uh, and the reports note that there's no confirmation or anything, but they're trying to get Sylvester Stallone to come. The last time he was involved in the world of pro wrestling, he inducted Hulk Hogan into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2005. So I'm sure Sly would love to do that if he's not making Expendables 10 or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, or Creed. I think, did he die in Creed? I don't know. I, there's been three of them now. So um, don't have a lot. I would of- much rather see the crew of It's Always Sunny make an appearance. Oh, that would be great. Have yeah. Danny DeVito come into a match as the trash man. Oh, that would be great. You know, it's like you could do like the what uh, Sami Zayn did with uh, the the jackass dude. There you go. Yeah, you know, you could like have a match with all the dudes, you know, and have Charlie out there. And, oh, that would be awesome. I Hopefully, the, the, you know, I mean, it seems reasonable that, you know, the show is based in Philadelphia. Everyone loves the show. So, 
they go down to Patty's, have a few beers. You know, maybe they can make Patty's like the uh, the new bar to go to for you know stuff. Just saying. That, oh, I can see it now. They have uh, APA playing poker at Patty's. <laughs> there we go. Against against there we go against we throwing some ideas out there for you WWE you got to have Danny DeVito behind the cards and Charlie and I don't know all of them you know D all of them I love that show so that yeah that'd be a lot of fun so I don't have a lot of previews for wrestling going on this week but it, I'm guessing it's tough for WWE since they're on the other side of the planet right now and they got to come back for Monday Night Raw. But I do have for tonight's collision. If you want to watch, if wrestling is on is on tonight at eight o'clock, you can catch collision. Uh, Brian Danielson's taking on Akiyama, uh, Jun Akiyama, uh, and uh, this is a good one. A no disqualify, no DQ match. Sammy Guevara and Powerhouse Hobbs. That, that's going to be an awesome match. FTR is taking on Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty, and we're going to see Serena Deeb in action as well as Thunder Rosa. So we've got uh, a lot of. Uh, you got some good matches on tonight. And, you know, I mean, just think about it. If you got up at 5 in the morning like I did, you have wrestling on all day just about. I'm feeling like it's almost time for a nap, though, man. I feel like tired. I should not get up at 5 a.m. to watch a wrestling show. But, uh, you know, I, I wonder if anybody out there, any of you guys in the chat room watch it or are you watching it on the replay? I know a lot of people are going to probably watch it on the replay, you know. But uh, uh, that is about all I've got for the show today. Is there anything we missed talking about, DC? I'm trying to think of back to uh, Dynamite. Anything that stands out that uh, I think they're, they're progressing pretty good with this card. Next week, obviously, it'll be, we'll preview the, uh, the Revolution pay-per-view AEW in uh, Greensboro. DC will be there, and he'll be, uh, uh, he'll be like the uh, reporter on site uh, to uh, see Sting's last match. Uh, who, you know, I'm still kind of weirded out by that Kevin Nash statement. It's like, yeah, no one never said anybody said no. He just said he paused for four seconds, you know, it's like, okay, so I can't. Well, and good. And then when Triple H sees that, he goes, oh, I never told you you couldn't, you know, <laughs> who knows. But uh, DC, you got anything special going on this week? No, no. just counting the days to revolution. It is going to be a, a great pay-per-view. Uh Next week, we should be back to full strength, I'm guessing. I don't want to for, forget to remind you, GCW is coming to Rochester March 24th, Water Street Music Hall. Uh, and uh, we've got Dan Housen already on the show, and uh, Billy Starks, uh, I believe, is on the show as well. And I'm sure there will be more names as we go on. Uh, it'll be the first GCW show ever in Rochester, and this is a company run by a guy who lives in Pittsburgh, I believe. So, uh going to be a lot of cool you can catch any of our old shows on the painclinic.net or go to itunes or you know it's funny i did a search and every once in a while i it's like how far do we reach and i did a search and i was like i typed in uh the pain clinic and then i typed in whtk next to it and there's so many pod services out there that take our show and put it up i mean there must have been 15 16 pod services all in a row that, you know, and they all were up to date too. I went to them because I want to so look, see, you know, because I've seen people like, you know, stop after, you know, you know, after a couple of years, but I've gone, I went to all these pod services and they all had the newest show sitting there. So it's like, so I, I don't, one, I don't believe the numbers I ever see about how many people listen because it's like that one time we had like 40 people in the chat room, you know, or 40 people viewing. So, 
but it's also, I think that, uh, you know, it's like we don't make a penny off of this. And I think it's interesting that uh, somebody is probably making a penny off of this. It's just not us, you know. I don't we used to get paid in donuts. We used donuts, and, and at one time it was Bill Gray's too. And sometimes, you know, and then well, if certain people would leave any for anybody else, yeah, you know, the whole business has gone to H E double hockey sticks since then. I mean, man, I, it's, it's, it's the business of radio is just a quagmire I'll say you know it's just it's bizarre it's and then unfortunately Rochester it's it's like so minimalistic it's like I'm surprised that I, I listen because I've been you know I've done it my whole life but man if I had serious maybe I wouldn't you know so or if I could you know I could plug my iPod into my my car and I can listen to that too I honestly can't tell you the last time I listened to a radio station yeah, it's tough. It's tough, uh, you know. And it's, I know a lot of people live by, and Sammy lived by. He loved it. He loved radio. He loved Bob Matthews. He loved what we we're doing. So, we're gonna get out of here. I want to thank everybody for chatting with us. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Rennie. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, uh, Gary. I see Gary in there is trying to negotiate a uh, comeback match. Uh, Eric Everlast, you know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I have to do that every time I mention his name. Dan, Jeff, got a couple of Jeffs in there. Bill, of course. You know, uh, don't forget. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Beast Buy. There, I'm going to get that in for you. Oh, the consummate salesman. We don't make any money, but you guys may. So uh, let's get it. We're going to get out of here. I want to thank everybody. We'll be back next week, next week for our big revolution preview. And uh, we will see you uh, next week. Like I said, you can listen to all our old shows anywhere. Just type in our name in a Google search. You'll find 45 different pod places where they are. But I prefer if you do it from iTunes. Maybe, excuse me, leave us um, a comment. I did get a bad comment on our iTunes. I was like, someone didn't like me. It's like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, was it you specifically or was it the show? Oh no, it was me. It was me. They, they, they you know, <laughs> they claimed I don't, they claimed I didn't watch it. I watch, I don't watch anything. And I just kind of make it up as I go. It's like, um, yeah, you must have beef against me. I apologize if you do. And uh, yeah, but go to iTunes, leave us comments. That'd be awesome. We'll see you next week. Who was the last guy you leveled in a roller derby match? Oh, God, I get leveled. I don't remember leveling anybody. I get in the way. That's the, I take up space. <laughs> that's that's what I'm good about. So we're going to get out of here. We'll see you next week, folks. Have a great week. And uh, body slam somebody you love.